DJ, PK, and Jordan Pendleton joining us now. Owner of Performance One, former BYU linebacker. We have many things to speak with him about. BYU's home opener, for one. And also the Utes and the Pac-12 restarting. Jordan, good morning. Good morning. How's it going, guys? Good. Good. PK thought of your name. You are the perfect guy to ask multiple questions about the Pac-12 and the Big Ten restarting. Um, there was an article, I don't know if you read The Athletic or not, it's behind a paywall, so not everyone does, but Bruce Feldman has an excellent article with several quotes, some of which are quite profane and can't be shared on the radio, but basically there are coaches, assistant coaches, and strength and conditioning coaches saying that they need four or six or, in some cases, eight weeks to get ready for the season. One strength coach doesn't think they should play till the middle of November. They're going to have a bleep ton of injuries. You can't just go from routes on air to playing Washington. Now, Utah and ASU have been able to work at one level. Uh, UCLA has had like three of their last five workouts called off because of air quality. So, you know, aside from COVID stuff, because of the fires, they haven't even been able to, to go out and, you know, have 12 guys work against air. So th- there's a lot of wiggle room here as far as what teams have done. But when you hear all of this, as a guy who's in the performance and athletic performance industry and you played, how much practice and how much hitting do you need to get ready for football? Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting point. You know, I, I think I, I agree with, with what he's saying. Um, and, and you saw it yesterday in the NFL. There was a um, – if you guys – I'm sure you guys did, uh, but if you paid attention to the NFL games yesterday, I think there was over 20 injuries mm-hmm. just yesterday alone, and, and um, a lot of ACLs and guys that are you know Pro Bowl type players that are getting injured, and so just to see that many injuries was oh man, it was, it was terrible. But you know, I I agree. Football is it's such a physical sport; it requires you to do. Uh, a, a lot of things that other sports don't require you to do. You know, there's there's a lot of cutting, there's a lot of change of direction, uh, and then you, there, you gotta you're moving in multiple directions: backpedaling, shuffling, coming downhill, forward. Uh, there, there's a lot of different movements involved in the game of football, and then not to mention you're 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 weighed down by your pads, so you're doing it uh, at a weight that you're that's heavier than what you're used to walking around at. Um, and then, and then you got to do it on, on top of that. You got to do it while you, while you're hitting people and, and getting off blocks and, and making tackles. And, and so it's a, it's a very demanding sport on the body. There's a reason we only play once a week, right. In, in comparison to other sports that, that can have back to back games and, and, and play mul- multiple times a week. So there's a reason we only play, you know, in the NFL 16 games a year and in college sometimes 10, 11 games a year. It's, it's a very demanding sport. And to not have a, a you know, the off season, is, in my opinion, is the most important time to, to get ready and prepare the body uh, for those demands during the season. And, and so it makes a, an interesting topic to go into a season without having been fully you know, prepared physically to to take on the demands of the sport. And so uh, it'll be interesting to see how they pull it off and, and when they actually start. But uh, I would have to agree with, you know, I would have to agree with his with his statements uh, about injuries being more prevent, prevalent with less preparation time, for sure. 
So you're dealing with, when you train these college athletes, which you do professionally many times over, football players, whatever the sport may be, we'll just focus on football for now. When you get them, uh, how long do you need in your training that you do with these individuals before you feel like they would be ready to actually play a game or actually go into a training camp practice and be able to withstand all the physical regimens that they have to do? Yeah, it's a good it's a good question. Every every athlete is different, obviously, and and every athlete has a different starting point when they first come in. Um, if it's somebody you know coming off the season or getting ready for a season, uh, you know our our first initial training block is just about just really getting their body ready for higher loads and 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 more volume. So that usually takes about a month, and then it'll take another two to three months to get an athlete, um, you know, physically ready to, to go out and handle the loads that come with football, um, you know, not, not just from a strength standpoint, but from an overall conditioning standpoint. You know, football is an elastic aerobic sport, so you've got you've to have the conditioning to be able to, to last for four hours, and then you've got intermittent resting between the games where sometimes if you're on defense, you might be out on the field for a drive, and then if your offense is on the field on a long drive, sometimes you're sitting around for, uh, you know, 10 minutes before you get back on the field. So, so you, you've got to be ready to not only, um, you know, take intermittent rest in between the game, but then go back out again and then go full go uh, and, and be able to last for three and a half, four hours, depending on how long the game typically lasts. And so it, it's just a different sport as far as the energy demand and – um, you know, you know. Usually, ideally, these strength coaches are going to want a three, a good three, four month block of training before they hand them over into the, you know, the, the heat of a season. So, Jordan, there are a lot of cliches that uh, we deal with in the media that we get really tired of. Um, there's probably some you enjoyed sharing when you played. I don't know. Maybe, uh, uh, you know, coaches, uh, we're going to change the culture of this. Okay, I know you need to do that, but honestly, please. But here's a good one from the end of camp. We're really tired of hitting each other. We can't wait to get out there and hit somebody else. Man, if that quote doesn't have to be said about 10 days before every season opener. Um, but how much of that hitting, even if it bores players, is necessary? I mean, is that like a lower level of hitting than games? Kind of explain that to people who haven't been through a college football season. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's definitely important that's that's the other tough thing about, about football is you really can't prepare for an actual game unless you, unless you hit each other. And, you know, so it's, it's not like other sports where you can go and, um, you know, like basketball where, you know, you can, you can run through plays and you can run up and down the court. You don't, you don't really have to be full go when it comes to football and you're trying to make tackles. The, the only way to practice football is to, to actually go live, um, you know, and, 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 and it's such a different situation when you're in a game and you've got to make a tackle or you've got to make a block on somebody that's going full speed. Uh, it's, a, it's a whole different beast. And in order to prepare for that, you've got to do that in practice. And, you know, sometimes it becomes monotonous when you're going up against the same, same guys every, you know, every single day. Um, it, and, and so, there, there is a, definitely a lot of truth to that because, you know, you just can't prepare 
uh, properly without actually going through live practice. And, um, you know, and it's it, usually in, in college, uh, it's very rarely are you going ones, ones against ones. Um, you, you're trying to keep your starters healthy and, and, and you're trying to, you know, you're trying to limit the amount of times that you're going one-on-ones, um, you know, specifically talking starters on defense versus starters on offense. So um, it's very important to have a good practice, you know, a good practice team. But then again, um, you know, even though you're going live, you're not necessarily getting the best looks uh, going against, you, you know, a fourth string or, or red shirt um, or, or, or a walk-on player for that matter. So, um, you know, but it, but it is necessary to get and prepare for the season. So when I was watching the uh, Sunday night game, they said Belichick – used every single defensive player that he had dressed in the first game because of they didn't have the preseason and all that stuff. So when the Pac-12 gets going, which looks like it's going to be fairly soon anyway, do you expect that type of deal to where guys are going to be needing uh, opportunities to come off and so other guys, maybe they play more guys than they normally would because of this unique situation that we've had as far as training? Yeah, I think I think it's a smart approach. Uh, I definitely do. And, you know, every coach is going to be different and every coach is going to have their own philosophy of how they're going to do that. Uh, I think I think it's going to really highly depend on the depth of the team. Um, and, and if these if these coaches feel like they have good depth with their twos and their threes, then I don't see why they wouldn't um, versus just, you know, letting these starters go in full goal when they haven't really had a ton of, you know, preparation physically as far as training and, and getting prepared for the season. So I think it's a smart approach, but you also don't want to um, put yourself at risk by putting people out there that uh, are, are going to affect the team in a negative way. And, and so, um, you know, it's going to come down to which teams have the most depth and if they're able to uh, plug a lot of guys in there and, and still be effective during the game. Former Cougar Jordan Pendleton joining us. So uh, your Cougars looked awesome against Navy. The offensive line, just massive holes. How much of that do you think BYU's got a really good offensive line and they are going to roll through Troy and roll through the other teams? And how much of that was Navy hadn't been hitting and it really isn't a fair test? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one, man. They, they did look unbelievable. It was, it was so nice to see us uh, be able to establish the run game. And, and uh, for, for the first time in a while, it looked like we had – and identity on offense, and, and then it, it opened up the pass game for Zach Wilson, and it was awesome to see a, a balanced game from BYU where we're rushing over 200 yards, throwing over 200 yards, and, you know, it, it's, it's tough to say. You know, Navy is a tough team to um, kind of gouge that off of because, uh, you know, those Navy teams and Air Forces and Armies, they're, they're, they're teams where they need a lot and a lot of repetition, um, the, the style of football that they play just requ- it requires a lot of precision. Um, most most times they're undersized, and uh, um, you know especially like their their offense and, and the, the the scheme that they run on offense. It requires a lot of timing and a lot of precision, and and they've got to be perfect in order to execute. And, and that's what makes those programs effective and, and kind of the style of football that they play. So it's a really 
and, and I don't know how their off season went. It sounded like, you know, they missed a lot of time. And, and, you know, when you're in a style of program like that, it's very hard to judge off of, you know, one first game. But with that being said, um, you know, BYU took full advantage of it and, and they looked really good. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, uh, that's how BYU is going to play the rest of the season. And so we'll find out. Uh, it's going to be tough. They had, I think, two weeks off after that game. You know, you would love to see them be able to play with that momentum, be able to play the next week and, and, um, and carry that momentum on. But having two weeks off and then now facing Troy, uh, it'll be interesting to see how BYU comes out and how they've been preparing for the last two weeks since the victory over Navy. So I know you and your brother can get crazy. Do you take it? Did you take it easy when you're up there in my neighbor's cabin in Star Valley? <laughs> yeah, we took we took it easy. Um, I just we just golf and and hanging out. That's really all we do up there. But um, no, we we love it up there, man. I I took it easy. The golf course didn't take it easy on me, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> did you try to Bryce and uh, Deschambeau it kind of muscle up on that thing and the golf course bitch uh, it. That's that's all I do. That's all I do. It doesn't work out for me about ninety percent of the time, though. Well, Jordan, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for coming on and talking football and a little training, a little uh, Pac twelve, and a little Cougars. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, guys.